Hi, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am your host, Neil Rubenstein. And today, I'll be speaking with Vinnie Caruana of the bands I Am the Avalanche and The Movie Life. Hello, man. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I just caught up on Game of Thrones oh, yeah. this afternoon because I didn't watch it while I was on tour. Did uh, someone crazy die? It was the best episode they've ever had. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How are yeah. you? I'm good, man. I, uh, thank you for... Uh, being able, being flexible, because I had the whole day planned out with a bunch of interviews, and then uh, things kind of went haywire early, and I was like, oh, man, I have this, like, huge chunk of time now, and, like, later could be productive with my life. I was like, hoping. Yeah, this was, uh, it worked out. I mean, this was my, I got home on Sunday night, but this has been my first day where I've been able to relax. That was a solo tour, correct? Yeah, yeah, with, but, but, but with the band. band. Yeah. yeah. So is that that's your focus now, right? Because I know that you just signed the deal with Equal Vision and, and you've been playing out solo. So that's like you're finally doing just Vin, Vinnie Caruana and then uh, you'll do catalog stuff. Is that the plan? I just think. You know, when it's solo, um, I don't have to depend on anybody else. Um, And the fact that, you know, me and my peers are all in, like, our mid-30s and stuff. Like, Movie Life and Avalanche are both bands that are operating and play good shows, but we don't do it full-time. So... Doing movie life and avalanche uh, on like a part-time basis has been great because the shows are always great and we don't kind of play ourselves out, you know. Uh-huh. And then you know that allows me to do the solo thing as kind of the other piece of the puzzle. Um, so I think like you know releasing records under my own name will always happen. Um. And then you know who who knows who knows what else will who who knows what other pieces of the puzzle like and how it will build. But um, yeah, you know, Avalanche and Movie Life are people have careers and um, outside of music, and so we can never really tour all the time and be like that band that you know does that that and only that you know. Right, but but both those things are still functional. Yeah, um, movie life play. We've played a bunch of shows. Um, we must have played like twenty shows by now since we've gotten back together, which is a lot for us. And uh, basically, just weekend trips, like Fridays through Sunday, kind of thing. Um, we've toured the UK twice now. Since we've gotten back together, we've been 
sporadically all around the United States. We played our first show in mainland Europe this spring at Crows Rock. Um, and we've been writing music. Uh, Avalanche, you know, we released our last record, Wolverines, uh, our latest record, I should say, and um, we toured a bunch on it um, with three founding members and then two two replacement um, guys, you know, guys that kind of took the place of Mikey and Kellen who left because they wanted to kind of get on with their lives and couldn't be on the road anymore. Um, So Brandon, the third founding member to leave at the end of the Wolverines touring cycle, kind of prompted me and Rat to kind of not pull the plug, but just kind of, you know, sit back from it and be like, okay, it's just me and you now. Why don't we, you know, Rat, is producing records. He's working on the new brand new record right now. He's working on the new crime oh, stereo cool. record right now. He produced my solo record. He produces stuff for hours. Um, I know he's doing the new sorority noise record. So he's like full on producer guy now, like go to guy. And at the same time, me and Brandon had been like talking about doing movie life and wanting to be involved in music with each other again. And, um, so yeah, me and Rat just kind of put it on the shelf. Um, I would say like a week into me moving back to Brooklyn after that, I had a beer with Mikey from the Avalanche who had quit. And I was like, listen, me and Rat are, you know, kind of taking a break from Avalanche. We don't want to just keep doing this with like and adding new guys and stuff like that. What do you think? about us kind of pulling back on the range a little bit, not touring as much, but playing shows here and there when it's really special and do it exactly the way we want to do it, but with all the founding members. And everyone in the band was, like, really excited about that. Everyone that quit the Avalanche was really heartbroken about it. And we're, like, you know, said yes before we even kind of, you know, finished the sentence. So that got yeah. the original crew back together, but just kind of on like an understanding that we would all, you know, do it when and where we wanted to do it. And I know that doesn't really fit with some of the people that like our bands, you know, kind of needs as far as us being a part of their life all the time. But, you know, that's just reality. I mean, when you get older and you're not rock stars, you know, it's easy to get older and like two, 3,000 people come and see you every night to just yeah. rain on the tracks. But Avalanche was never that. Avalanche was always more of like, a, you know, we'd play small clubs, they'd be full, and the shows would be awesome. And it's funny, like, our our biggest headlining show was this, this winter. Like, because it was the original membership coming back yeah and just saying hi this is what we are um we're gonna try and play here and there when we can and you can pick and choose if 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 you do want to travel or if you do want to you know we're not dead or anything we're just kind of being realistic about stuff right right we it's, played three, three whole shows this year <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because there's other bands that um there's 
other bands that function like that, but have functioned like that their whole existence, mm-hmm. and that no one, no one, it's no, it's not news. You know what I mean? But because you guys were so like you were a road dog for so long, that when you made that switch, then it was news. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just got to that point and to that age where we joined that club of okay, this is not, we're not going to be in your city twice a year anymore, you know? Right, right. Um, and and then, like, the, with the movie lights, like, that also, that wasn't, like, a reunion thing. That was just, like, our, we're, we're back together. We're just, because you guys, it, it, you guys are, it, it seems or seems like you're an active band. Yeah, I would say movie life is an active band. I mean, we're, we we've done a lot we've set out to do we've set out to kind of just play shows and then you know not nothing not some crazy groundbreaking idea um it's obvious that the movie life was a beloved band and people missed us and that's why bands get back together and let's hey you know let's give this another shot not like hey let's like build a career here like the goals were very kind of just up in the air. I think the goal was just to play good shows. Right. Um, and that's happened for us. And then since then we released a song and then we made a video for it and just kind of, it's kind of like what we do. It's kind of what Avalanche is, but just on a bigger level. Like we're, we're playing big shows we're using our resources to fix, you know, Danny has a media company. He put that video together for free. The video came out awesome. Um, you know, the rat who now plays drums in the movie life produced the new song in the studio. You know, like everything we've done, all of our artwork, all of our everything has just been in-house. Um, so it's, it, it, we are a band. It's just we're just, you know. Everyone, even, you know, it's nuts how busy everyone is in the movie life, especially, like, nobody in the Avalanche has kids. Um, And we, movie life has a lot of kids. There's four, (laughs) there's four movie life children so far. Um, In In the current lineup. Yes. The... The current lineup is the kind of excluding Evan Bacon, who left us last year, who was the founding drummer. He, uh, it's all like the, you know, the movie life lineup that everyone kind of knew. Um, right, right. When not we like, were touring. Not any, yeah, not any early incarnation, like the, the, the busy putting out records one. Um, the early incarnation, you know, movie life, it's funny. Because the early movie life that you know, <laughs> or that you, you know, people from Long Island know and stuff from the old days, it's just, you know, it's like two completely different things. We started with Eddie Reyes on guitar. Um, I don't really know what Eddie's been up to. He didn't, he didn't really go on and do anything else after movie life. Basically. <laughs> Show us the map. <laughs> um, you know, Eddie. Eddie obviously went on to do Taking Back Sunday, and he's just completely killing it. And those guys are like, you know, 
those guys are certainly just they've done so well and um yeah and so like that early incarnation of Eddie Nix who plays bass in Bayside who has also done really well <laughs> uh, you guys are the opposite of an next number band <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like usually members of Bayside take it back Sunday and I am the Avalanche. <laughs> yeah, anybody who has quit, anybody who has quit the movie life, if they haven't started a new band, they should do it right now because the odds are in their favor. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the movie life that we've been playing shows with is kind of the movie life that the world kind of knew, you know, when the world started to take notice to us, uh, and you know, not just New York. I'm going to, I'm going to feel like an idiot in a second. Who's the second guitarist? Dan Nevada's on bass, right? No, Dan Nevada is the second guitar player. Oh, so Phil Nevada plays bass. Phil oh, Nevada okay. has always been our bass player. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I know, uh, yeah. and since our first tour, I should say. Yeah. Dan Nevada. Dan Nevada joined the movie life in like late 2000 or 2001 or something. After Alex left, and then yeah, and so it's it's Phil Nevada, Dan Nevada, Brandon Riley, myself, Evan Bacon left last year. And the rat has been, the rat from on the avalanche has been just sitting in. You know, we we were never we've never discussed. Hey, do you want to join the band? Seems kind of like a, you know, what's the what's the point in having a a totally new member? And um, did, did Rat play with you on your solo tour? This one that just passed. He did. Yeah. He did, and he's going to join huh. me on the West Coast leg as well. Me and him are, like, you know, pretty thick. We're, like, we do kind of everything together. And uh, the other, the other rest of the band was Steve, Troy, and Brandon, right? Steve, Troy played lead guitar, and Brandon played bass. And did you guys do, like, like I asked before, like, did you, are you, were you doing, like, catalog stuff? Like, you were doing on the Avalanche songs and Movie Life songs? We did primarily solo material, um, but we did do one I Am The Avalanche song. Well, as a band, we did one Avalanche song and one Movie Life song. The rest of it was solo material. And then uh, I would stay on stage and play one or two more on my own. Generally, either Movie Life or Avalanche stuff. Were kids expecting that, or did kids expect more more catalog um you know they probably expected a bit more catalog that's kind of what i've been doing in like the hundreds of solo shows i've played um so the way it was kind of set up was you know the the people that come out to my solo shows are like pretty diehard fans you know it's not like the thousand people that would come out and see movie life like aren't all coming out you know or the whatever few hundred people that would come and see Avalanche. It's like diehards that are like down and want to kind of hang out in the room and just have a nice evening, you know? Um, So they, those kind of people that come out to shows, they're usually extremely open-minded. Like, all right, let let me do this thing. Like, we're just, we're, this is going to be cool. And they also are familiar with my older solo material. So some of the biggest reactions I got were, 
people hearing my other solo stuff with a full band because they've been listening to those songs for like three or four oh, years. Right. Um, so the way it was geared, though, was we kind of backloaded the set where we started playing more and more stuff that they recognized towards the end. So it did finish strong. I don't think anybody left wanting, you know, mm. especially since, you know, you, the bands are still around. So you can go and see us play, you know. So for anyone in, you know, New York that was bummed that movie, we didn't play enough movie life songs. It's like, cool. we played two shows at Irving Plaza last year. We played Long Island last year, and we just played Webster Hall this year. Is Steve Choi the sickest musician you've ever played with? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yes, he he's. It's. I don't think people. I, I don't think people understand just how good they he don't. is. He's yeah, like, they don't. He's an insane guitar player. Can play any style of music. Um. He's a classically trained pianist. He can play the drums. He has perfect pitch with his voice. Like it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's like it's dumb. So he, me and Steve, he's one of the he's one of my the best friends that I've made through music. You know, you can talk about all the dudes that you grew up with and stuff, but like of guys that I just kind of I've always stayed in touch with and guys that I've had a good vibe with from, like, you know, guys I meet on tour and girls I meet on tour and, like, just your peers. Like, he's the guy that, like, we've always stayed the closest and we've been friends for a really long time and we stay at each other's places when we are in the coasts and we collaborate on music a lot and stuff. So, I, I mean... I, I knew my solo record would sound better with him playing stuff on it and just adding his flavor and ideas to stuff. I just didn't realize I'd be able to get him to come out on tour with me. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Um I didn't consider it to be an option. Um, did he bring it up or or did you throw it out there for him? Well, I you know, that's the thing. It's like I, I he was like, I'd be willing to do it as long as, like, I can, you know, he's, we're all fucking, you know, we're all adults. It's just like, you know, I can't leave home and not make money. So I, I figured, you know, I basically just looked at when I started seeing the budgets and the guarantees and stuff that were coming in. I was like, well, this is what I could do for you, Rat. This is what I could do for you, Steve and Brandon. And everybody was happy. I mean... Everybody kind of was on the vibe where they wanted to go and play music and tour um, and be a part of it. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm really lucky for that. I mean, to have those guys backing me for this tour was nuts. It it's, sounds, that's it sounds like, awesome. Yeah. It's like, it's such a cool, it's kind of like a, like a, your all-star team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's sick, like, you know, it's members of each of your bands, and they're all sick players, I don't know, it just seemed like a really cool, like, it, it could be a, it could have been a real treat for kids to come see that incarnation of, of, of it. Totally, totally, and I think the people that came out were really like, wow. 
And that was the idea. The idea was to put the record out and come and have the, those initial shows be like, you know, the best possible scenario as far as playing people the songs from the record. And obviously, you know, playing other solo stuff with a full band, like, which I've never heard, you know. So it just felt so good. Every night was just like, oh, this feels good. This is really good. This is really fun. This is what we should be doing. I'm so glad. Because I could have gone and, you know, taken my acoustic guitar and went around and played. And there's always time and place for that. But yeah, when you make a record, when you make a new record and it sounds the way it does and you just kind of, that was the, you know, that was always the plan for me. I was like, I don't care about the money. I don't care about, uh, you know, paying. For, I had to pay four guys' salaries for the last, like, 15 shows. And that's not something I can afford to do, but it was something that I was totally dead set on doing because I wanted to do it right, and I wanted to. I wanted it to be the way that I thought was the completely the right way to do it. And every night on stage, I felt, I felt so content just playing with those guys and I knew everyone in the crowd was just like wow this sounds fucking great and, and it was a real musical experience it was great to bring it back to the music it's hard sometimes being a musician like when money is always a thing it's like well how much money are we going to make is it going to be worth it because every, that's all it is when you're an adult it's like well, yeah, everything's fine and good, but am I going to be able to survive? Because yeah. I have adult responsibilities and bills and shit, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Fucking awesome to just let go of all that and just say, oh, let's have this amazing musical experience. So that's <laughs> that's where I I just got out out of that like bliss. And party. when are you going back out? Because you're doing West Coast version of this, right? Yeah, I got two. I got three weeks off total, um, and not everyone's schedules are working for that one with this band. But I have um, myself and the Rat is coming, um, playing drums. Roger from No Motive is playing lead guitar, sure. and Roger also plays in Peace Out yeah. with me and yeah. Joy, and. Um, He's a sick sound guy too, right? Doesn't he tour as a sound guy? He does front of house for RX band. It's, yeah, that's right. That's where I met him. Um, and Joe Martin, who's our our friend who I made through Choi and Roger, who he plays bass in a hardcore band called The Warriors. Oh, cool. They're like, oh, yeah, they're a pretty sick band, and he's playing bass. So it's just more of my buds um, doing the West Coast leg. Um, yeah, it's going to be another fucking awesome experience. That's uh, that's right. Are you? Uh, you're not married, right? You're you're engaged though. I got engaged like maybe three weeks ago, a month ago. Huh. And do you guys have a uh, their date? Is like, uh, are, you, are you rushing into adulthood, or you're like, okay, we can we did this step. Let's wait, see what happens. We've um, we've not done any rushing. Our relationship has been very laid back and serious 
obviously like we we are serious about each other being in each other's lives but we um we've been dating almost seven years so no rushing um and then as far as the nuptials go we're not rushing into that either it looks like i mean we're new at this (laughs) it looks like especially where we live and where you live this general area there's so many fucking people and they're all getting married um so i think i think if we wanted to get married like you know we want to have we want to have a wedding and a reception and all that so i think the only way to do that is to give it time because i don't even think you can plan a wedding for like next summer I think, like, you need to snatch shit up way quicker than that. And we're not ready to pull the trigger on all that. We've got to save our money. Neither of us come from, like, rich families and have people waiting to pay for our wedding or anything, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, I think we're thinking, like, two years, like, maybe two, the summer of 2018 is the plan or sometime around there. But we're fully stoked. We're, like, loving it and... It's still really new because I left on tour like less than a week after I proposed to her. <laughs> uh, I was for the rest of my life with you, baby, but uh, in two weeks. Uh, I'm, talking, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about that and, and just be uh, continued. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations on that. Um, yes. Uh, so you did, I guess, like the impetus for me getting you, wanting to get you, or remembering to get you on here, was you, you did that, like, top ten hardcore songs list? Yeah. And, uh... What do you think? Oh, it's a very fine list. Uh, But what I thought was most, uh... The thing that I found most interesting about that list and just that idea in general, my Facebook feed, like, exploded from that. Because really? everyone, yeah, everyone wanted to make their own list. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then like, and there was some people like like Rick Jimenez or whoever were like, well, it's just got to be off the top of your head. What's what are your ten favorite hardcore songs right now? But then like, we're we're nerds. Like we all we're all way too invested in a genre of music. Yeah. So, so that list would be different today. My list. Exactly. I didn't even realize it was in order, Neil. I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I just, when I submitted the list, it was that day, that moment, and I didn't realize, I said in no particular order. And then they just put it like CR number one. And it's funny because, like, that song has always, like, yeah, that was, you know. <laughs> hit me in a way, but like CR was, and I said it in the article, CR was never one of my favorite bands. But I always like love that song. But anyway, go on. I, I interrupted you. No, no. I mean, this is, uh, I talk whenever I want. This is, uh, <laughs> this is your thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, so we, we, like, we, everyone did their list. Everyone did a quick list, and then it was like, well, I'm speaking just straight up hardcore. Like, I'm not including Mind Over Matter or Resurrection because they're noisy, and I'm not including Life's Blood or Born Against because, you know, they're a, a different 
caliber of hardcore, and I'm not including uh, Endpoint because they're emo hardcore. And that's I'm not crazy. Including... That makes yeah. it so hard. So you're just talking yeah. about traditional hardcore, like yeah. But then, but then again, then it was like, well, now you're putting too much thought into it. Well, yeah, of course we're putting too much thought into it. That's that's the thing. But no, you're not supposed to put any thought into it. Like why? Well, where do you draw the line on what hardcore is? Then. You're going to miss those pockets in your brain and leave out, like, a whole, like, thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. When, when you don't think but, it out. And then anyone who, like, put anyone who put anything down, everyone was like, oh, I want to redo my list and include that band or somebody from that genre, you know? Like, so I, I was like, well, no one put Dead Guy down. And, I, you know, and then everyone was like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, but Dead Guy, you know? And, like, it's just, I was like, we could do, I could do... I could do a top thousand. Yeah, yeah, top ten you know, crazy. Not repeat bands. <laughs> and, like, and I'm not. I, and I was never as studious as you were, or like that. You and Daryl were like the encyclopedias. You still are. Yeah, but and you're. I mean, you're a nerd for the scene, regardless. I was. Like, all, I was all about the scene, but I was very inconsistent and very spotty. Like I was never a record collector. I liked what I liked. Some of my, you know, like, I was always just, like, sound majority. Like, when we were talking about, like, our scene, I was always, like, sound majority is the shit. Mind Never Matter, the, those are the two best bands. Glassjaw was obviously, like, those we were, before anybody knew who Glassjaw was, it was, like, us and 50 of our friends just fucking ruining the show for everybody. <laughs> and... It was always just like, yeah, but what about Indecision? And I was just like, and they weren't a Long Island band, but they, you know, they were a Long Island band. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. As anybody, yeah. And I was always like, I, I just, I just don't connect with. It. I don't know. I like it, and I still, and we would like go and mosh and like hang out because we were the scene, right? Like we would, even bands we didn't necessarily like, and never liked Tripface. And I would have friends that were like, you fucking crazy? You don't like Tripface? And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't I don't like certain stuff. And then, like, that applied to so many other things. It was like, I loved Earth Crisis. And they're like, yeah, it's a strife. And I'm like, no, don't care about strife. <laughs> I was always that kind of, like, I didn't want to hate anything, and I didn't hate anything, but certain stuff I was like, no. I can't get into everyone, because everyone yeah. needs to love every band. And I was like, I don't have the time to get into everything. I have soccer practice. <laughs> well, even even within that, like I was never a big Strife fan, but there was that. Am I the only one on the It's for Life com? Which is a, it'll be in my top thousand, but that'll be the only Strife song I even know. You know what there's I mean? So many. That's a thing with hardcore. There's a lot of those where it's like, no, don't like that band, but that's one of my favorite hardcore songs of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of hardcore bands, like, didn't have it in them to make great records. But they did have it in them to have that one really awesome song. That w that goes for a lot of hardcore, I think. Yeah, that goes for a lot of music. Yeah, that's true. That goes for, like, just music in general, I suppose. That so, like, could be applied to a lot of other shit, yeah. Yeah, like, the Sundays have that summertime song, but I don't like anything else by the Sundays. Did you see that there's a band that just signed for run to run for cover called The Sun Days? 
There's two words. It's the sun days. That's I mean, like that, that's a Google search. And it's, man. And it's, it's female. And it's, and it's a female fronted <laughs> indie band. <laughs> you know, just search your name on Google before you agree to call your band that. <laughs> it's strange. Um. Anyway, off the top. Uh, uh, yeah, like there. I mean, it's not the same thing, but that band, real estate. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, you guys, you guys have heard of Sunny Day Real Estate, right? Yeah, like, they, they definitely like you, have. You couldn't have picked another name. Like that's the only thing you guys all agree on. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe I'm I'm being nitpicky, but I get annoyed at that stuff. Like. Uh, I mean, more band names can. I mean, we're gonna run out of band names at some point. <laughs> the English language has been established. Yeah, for a yeah. Long but, time now. That's why people leave out vowels and turn letters upside down now. Oh yeah. We're Metallica, but the last A is a V upside down. Yeah, exactly. That's literally the same as the Sundays. <laughs> Like I'm, I have a female fronted band, and I would like to call it the Cran Fairies. <laughs> two, two words. There's an IE at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just being a prick. All right. Uh. <laughs> now um, you're getting frustrated. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to need to look up this name. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're like, great. I'm sure they're great. But. Yeah. If, if we like, if it was like 1993 and we were naming our bands and there is, like, there is no Google, you know what I mean? Like, hey, have you ever heard of a band called The Movie Life? No? All right. We'll call our band The Movie Life. And then it's like, oh, man, there's another band, The Movie Life. They're from Chicago. And they, whatever. But... It's the team would check you fast too. They'd yeah, be like, oh, yeah. we're over here in Chicago. We have that already. Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, but it's and you didn't and also in '93 you didn't expect to get off of the island. So you know what I mean? Like you, oh, uh, we called our band, we called our band Tetsuo, and then we found out there was a band from Chicago called Tetsuo, and we were like, that's fine. We're not leaving Long Island. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we're over here. <laughs> we're doing our thing. <laughs> but you know, it's. 2015, like, Google some... Well, I guess it's the same, 2016 now, but... Uh, all right. I'm stop being uh, a jerk. Crazy, um, crazy kid. Yeah. <laughs> Vin, thank you so much for taking the time out to do this. Uh, oh, dude, thank you. Uh, much, uh, m- uh, many thanks, and uh, I will uh, see you soon. All right, bro. Jerk, Neil.